You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the Wall of Freedom. No twists, no turns. It went nearly straight down party lines. The motion is not agreed to. The Senate blocked debate on a measure writing some federal abortion rights into law with all Republicans. Their extreme proposal goes way, way beyond codifying the status quo. And West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin opposing. We should not be dividing this country further than we're already divided. Vice President Kamala Harris presided over the vote. And this vote clearly suggests that the Senate is not where the majority of Americans are on this issue. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high. But Welcome back, Patriots. This is The Gunny, and you're on The Patriot Cause. We're going to talk about Roe versus Wade and the decision that was made by the Senate on S. Bill, Senate Bill 4132, what failed by 49 to 51, which is a very, very important history event in this world. And I'm going to lead you up to this vote. So you can understand the consequences is if this bill was actually passed, what the consequences are. And those of you that don't know, this bill was supposed to codify Roe versus Wade decision. It was January 22nd, 1973. Codify means you agree with that decision and everything that's in that decision. That's what codify means. That's not what they were trying to do. What they were trying to do was take the power away from the states, which they actually did in 1973. In the Roe versus Wade decision. So the first thing I'm going to tell you is this. It was a Supreme Court decision. Not a law. You have to understand that. This has never been a law in this country. It was a decision. The only body. In this country that can produce laws is Congress, which is people that you elect to represent you. The Supreme Court justices are not elected. They're appointed. And then they have to go through a nomination process through the Congress. And then the Congress decides if that person gets on 
the Supreme Court. But the Supreme Court doesn't make laws. Never have. Never should. It should always go back to the Congress, which is represented by the people, to determine if what the Supreme Court is saying should become a law. Or is it just a finding that they found? That's what this is all about. That's what the vote to, on May 11th was about. Reaffirming that abortion is not constitutional. There is nothing in the Constitution that allows abortion in this country. But this is how the politicians and the leftists have taken over. And they don't care about laws. They only care about what they want to do. And when they don't get their way, they go berserk which we see that. So let's go back to January 22nd, 1973. Who was in the Supreme Court? Who are the people that were appointed and who were they appointed by when this decision was made in 1973? The Chief Justice was Warren E. Berger assigned by Richard Nixon, or nominated, and then eventually assigned, and Richard Nixon was a Republican. William O. Douglas, again, nominated by Richard Nixon, and eventually assigned to the Supreme Court. William J. Bennett, Jr. was nominated by Dwight D. Dwight D. Eisenhower, again, another Republican. Potter Stewart, Dwight D. Eisenhower, another Republican. Byron White, J.F. Kennedy, Democrat. Thurgood Marshall, Lyndon B. Johnson, Democrat. Harry Blackmun, this is an important name. Listen to what I'm telling you. Harry Blackmun was nominated by Richard Nixon as a Republican, but he was the most liberal of all of those judges on January 22nd, 1973. It's important to understand that. Louis F. Powell Jr., Richard Nixon, William Rehnquist, Richard Nixon. So Nixon nominated five and and uh, eventually assigned five of the nine Supreme Court justices that were there to make this decision in 1973. And then what happened in 1973? Nixon resigned because of the crap he did with Watergate. This is politicians. 
Harry Blackman, like I was telling you, he was the justice, the guy that did the write-up, as you call. Talk about that more. Of this Roe versus Wade decision. Which, by the way, that decision is not how the leftists took the decision. They thought that the decision came out. And because, again, Congress didn't vote on it, they took what was brought out by the Supreme Court and decided that it was law that everyone could have an abortion whenever they wanted. And that was absolutely false. This is how these communist leftist people work. They don't care about the Constitution, and I'll prove it to you. Now, there was an opportunity when Gerald Ford came in to replace Nixon, and if he was a true conservative, he would have said, we have to have a vote through Congress. Because obviously Nixon didn't do it, nor did he care, because he was basically forced out of office. So now Gerald Ford should have done something to fix this situation, to make sure a law got passed through Congress. Gerald Ford's accomplishment, he, he did two things, only two things in this country while he was a president that had massive media or maybe did something good on whatever side. After becoming U.S. president, Gerald Ford announced a conditional amnesty program for those who had evaded the draft or deserted during Vietnam War. Did you hear what I just said? These people left their responsibility as citizens to fight against the communists. Instead, this idiot allows them to go unpunished for being draft dodgers and evading or deserting from the army during Vietnam. Nobody likes the war, but I'm telling you, America is America. And even in 1973, even fighting the communists, you have a country to defend. The second thing that he did, which comes up, Gerald Ford, he pardoned Richard Nixon and said, oh, he made a mistake. No, he didn't. He knew exactly what he's doing, and this is what politicians do. So it doesn't matter what side you're on. They're all corrupt, and they always will be. So let's talk about Roe versus Wade as a constitutional law. 
This is from the New York Post. His name is Rich Lowry. And he wrote this in July 6th of 2018. I'm going to read a good chunk of this article because it, it explains it. It absolutely blew my mind when I read it. And then all of a sudden, you know, the dots started connecting. And now I understand what happened during that time frame. The confusion arises from the scheme set out in the majority opinion. This is where I'm talking about. Written by the late Justice Harry Blackman. The majority opinion was written by him. This Richard Nixon appointed, quote, leftist liberal person. And this is what he basically put in there. In the first trimester, the court declared the right to abortion was absolute. In the second, states could regulate it to protect the mother's health. In the third, states could restrict abortion in theory, but had to allow exceptions to protect the life or health of the mother, define capacitation in the accompanying case. Emotional, psychological, as well as the woman's age. Rose struck down 50 state laws at that time and has made it all but impossible to regulate abortion. This is what it did. But I'm still waiting for the vote that abortion should be legal. We're all still waiting for that. Uh, we're waiting for an, an amendment to the Constitution that says that people can kill babies. And that's what it should say. Amendment number 29. A woman has the right to kill their baby. That's exactly what it should say. My opinion. More to the point, the argument that it's particular set of policies, preferences, is mandated by the Constitution is flatly preposterous. And this is true. It is not mandated by the Constitution, which means the states in 1973 could have said, bull crap. It's not in the Constitution. It has never been voted on by Congress to become law. I don't care what the Supreme Court says. Justice Blackman's opinion provides essentially no reasoning in support its holdings. A former Blackman clerk, Edward Lazarus, has written, and in the almost 30 years since Roe's announcements, no one has produced a convincing defense of Roe on its own terms. This was a clerk for Justice Blockman that said, this doesn't make sense. It's not constitutional. It's all been buried. That's because none is possible. The court in Roe purported to find the constitutional right to abortion in the 14th Amendment. See, they had to find some place 
in the Constitution where they can inject abortion, which says that no state can deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. This is the key. Any person. And this is why these people use Roe versus Wade to justify abortion. Person. Any person of life. If you don't identify that person growing inside of you as the same as you, which deserve life, liberty, then this makes no sense to you and you don't care about it. This passage has no obvious or even subtle connection to legalized abortion. In fact, abortion laws were being tightened in the 19th century when the amendment passed. No matter, according to black men, abortion is so central to liberty that no restriction on it can stand constitutional scrutiny. Are, are you kidding me? Abortion is so central to liberty. No, it's not. It's not as central to liberty. It is essential to eliminate your responsibility to raise a human life. I'm going to leave it at that. He is at pains to deny the unborn children are persons in the whole sense. And I agree. As evidence, he points to clauses in the Constitution about persons that don't have prenatal application. Example, the requirement the person must be 35 or older to run for president. What in God's name does that have to do with the human life as it relates to Constitution? This was written in 2018. And it's a, it's a great article from the New York Post. Go on the podcast, look at the links in the show notes, and you can go read the whole article. And this is true. I'm not saying that a, a woman that has an issue or gets pregnant from rape or whatever, that, that there's not a, an ability to talk about and be presented with solutions to her life but what is the truth is the constitution does not back up a woman's right to abortion it's that simple when we get right back we're going to talk about the hero there are heroes in america it's very slim that there's heroes today in Congress, or judicial, or even any branch in the government, or in the government for itself. But I think the person that we're going to talk about is a great hero, and we will be right back. Take it from someone who knows 
Life ain't fair sometimes, man, it ain't even close You take a shot right on the chin You lay there wondering if you'll ever get back up again Well, it took a miracle to open up my eyes But now I'll offer you some good advice Go live your life Go chase your dreams We got no way of knowing what tomorrow brings Swing for the fans, take that chance Don't wake up one day to see it's past you by Go live your life I made a vow If I pulled through I wouldn't take for granted What I used to I cherish each day It's all we have Man, you never know When it might be your last There's nothing like thinking reach the end To make you wonder just what could have been So go live your life Go chase your dreams We got no way of knowing what tomorrow brings Swing for the fence Take that chance Don't wake up one day to see it's past you by Go live your life, we got down to it And I realized the truth My regrets were not in what I'd done But what I didn't do So go live your life Go chase your dreams We got no way of knowing What tomorrow brings Swing for the fence, take that chance Don't wake up one day to see it's past you by Go live your life 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 Welcome back. This is the Gunny, and we're going to talk about Senate Bill S-4132 that was struck down, thank God, on May 11th of 2022. It was called the Women's Health Protection Act. But that's, you see, that's not the right name. What it should have been called Women's Right to Kill My Baby Act. 
That's what it should have been called. That's not reality in the political world. The reality of the political world is you have to use words to twist everything so you can get your narrative in. This is how political people work. And thank God there's a hero. His name is Joe Manson. He's a Democrat. He is a true one-of-a-kind Democrat in today's Senate from West Virginia. A member of the Democrat Party, he was the 34th governor of West Virginia from 2005 to 2010 and the 27th Secretary of State of West Virginia in 2001 and 2005. So what that means is he understands the people in his state. He didn't just jump in a Senate seat. He understands the truth about his state and the people in it and what they think. And fortunately, West Virginia is still one of those states that believe in the Constitution of America and the Constitution of their states. So he brought that basis, that dedication, when he became a senator in America. And he will not leverage any of this communism that's being brought to him. He sticks by his principles, which every senator, every representative should do that. And that principle is the Constitution of the United States. So go read the Senate bill. Of course, as you're reading it, you're, you know, just take a hammer, hit yourself in the head because you can't understand all the words. I'm going to bring two paragraphs out of this particular bill that will give you an understanding of why it didn't pass. And by the way, because of the filibuster, the Senate would have required 60 votes to pass this. Look, these idiot communists knew it wasn't going to pass. But see, they need the media. They need the highlight of the media because they have nothing else to promote anything that comes out of their wretched mouths. And this is why they presented it, knowing that it will not pass. But it was a conflict against this leak from the Supreme Court justices to do what? To try to change their minds. Think about what I'm telling you. Just like those people protesting, which, by the way, is in the Constitution, which is completely illegal, in front of a justice of the Supreme Court's house, every one of them should be arrested because it is completely illegal. Where's the FBI? 
So let's talk about this Senate bill, specifically these two paragraphs. Viability. The term viability means the point in a pregnancy at which in the good faith medical judgment of the treating health care provider. Listen to what I just said. In the true faith medical judgment of the treating health care provider based on the particular facts of the case before the health care provider, there is a reasonable likelihood of sustained fetal survival outside the uterus with or without artificial support. If you leave the decision of a medical provider that gets paid millions, hundreds of millions of dollars a year to abort a baby, what decision do you think they're going to make? That's what you got to read inside of that. The second one is called the rule of construction. Nothing in this act shall be construed to authorize any government to interfere with a person's ability to terminate a pregnancy, to diminish or in any way negatively affect a person's constitutional right to terminate a pregnancy. Show me in writing where the Constitution says that a person can terminate a pregnancy and has the right to do it. It doesn't exist. If you want that to happen, do what is necessary to amend the Constitution to put it in there. But here's the other part. To authorize any government to interfere, which means if this did pass, all 50 states, which is government, cannot interfere in abortion, which means abortion becomes completely illegal across the United States. This, this is insanity. It's absolutely insanity. That's what this is. What you're what these people want to tell a woman is if you get pregnant, then you instantly have the ability to kill that baby. You don't have to go through any process to help you determine if that life that you're going to give is going to enhance your life which it will. I don't care how poor, where you come from, it will enhance your life. There is nothing, nothing on the face of this planet that is more precious and more satisfying to any human being than to have a baby born in your life even if it's a destructive family, even if it's a single mother, nothing 
can compare to that. But we're taking that experience away from millions of people in this country. Millions of these people are self-centered people, and they think their lives are going to be worse without a baby. But nope, it will be ten times better. Guarantee you, know it for a fact, seen it all my life. Even people that didn't want to have babies, when that baby came, it changed their life, and then they have a complete understanding. The circle has revolved, and then they understand their importance as a parent, which you cannot replace on this planet with anything else. It is the most important thing that a human being male or female, can do is to bring a life, a human life, into this world. Got a bonehead for you. Yep. Got to end this with a bonehead. We all know who this bonehead is. You heard her in the beginning. Now we'll play a little bit more and we'll talk about this bonehead award for today. The majority of the American people believe in defending a woman's right, her choice, to decide what happens to her own body. And this vote clearly suggests that the Senate is not where the majority of Americans are on this issue. It also makes clear that a priority for all who care about this issue, a priority should be to elect pro-choice leaders at the local, the state, and the federal level. Because what we are seeing around this country are extremist Republican leaders who are seeking to criminalize and punish women from making decisions about their own body. Okay, so don't throw me under the bus. I agree with her. Oh, 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 wait a minute, Gunny. That doesn't make any sense. How can you agree with her? I agree with the term called pro-choice. Think about what I'm going to tell you. Pro-choice is not after you get pregnant. It is before you get pregnant. So a woman and a man has the ability to choose whether or not they bring a child into this world. That is pro-choice. Not what these absolute baby killers are talking about. Pro-choice means that you decide to bring a person. You decide to use your bodies to produce a human being. That's pro-choice. And I agree with that. But that's not how this bonehead talked about it. She said the majority of Americans, bullcrap. That is a lie, and it's proven because this bill failed. If the majority of Americans agreed with this absolute idiot of a vice president, then that bill would have passed.
and she would have never had to walk out there and face the public, which she doesn't want to do anyway. Thus, the Bonehead of Award for today. Thank you very much for listening to podcast. Please share it wide. Go to your podcast app. Click the five stars. Share it. That's how it gets out there. That's how this podcast, The Patriot Carls, becomes a staple in the house of conservative people because there may or may not be liberals listening to it. And if they are, hopefully they are. And maybe we can give them a better understanding or at least another way of looking at life instead of through the lens of Marxism and communism, which we know that's what's driving them. Have a wonderful, wonderful Sunday evening. This is The Gunny Out. Stand up for the flag and let's all ring the liberty bell. Let's make a Ford and a Chevy. It'll still last ten years like the show. Best of the free life is still yet to come. The good times ain't over for good.